Some pretty spectacular entrepreneurial ventures were launched from the Inland Empire, a gritty expanse of suburbs and small cities about 60 miles east of Los Angeles. A couple of the world's biggest fast food chains, including Taco Bell, started there in the city of San Bernardino. But those were different, you might say better times. The Inland Empire continues to battle some of the highest foreclosure and unemployment rates in the nation. San Bernardino, now the nation's second poorest city, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, just filed for bankruptcy. That city and some of its neighbors can also be among the costliest places to run a business in California. But as Stephen Cuevas reports, there can also be surprising rewards to doing business in one of the country's most depressed economies. You know, it's candy apple red. I do this in two months. I can do this in a week. Isaac Gallardo watches as one of his workers gingerly strips the paint off a car door in preparation for a $3,000 cherry red custom paint job. When it's done, it'll look like one of those hot rods that should have a scantily clad model draped over its hood. These are fun to do, but they don't, like, there's only only a few market, like a little market of, uh, you know, the people that are willing to pay what it takes to do something like that. Gallardo owns Inland Empire Auto Body and Paint in the city of Riverside. Its specialty is custom detail and bodywork. You know, like transforming your grandpa's old Chevy Caprice into a pavement grinding lowrider. Or in this case, a beat up 1971 Chevy Camaro. Gentlemen, here's the drill. You've got just 48 hours to build these vehicles that I've selected for you. When time's up, I'm gonna decide who used their 48 hours the best. Gallardo's garage crew recently landed a spot on the Speed Network reality show, Car Warriors. It's kind of like Iron Chef for gearheads. I'm gonna show them what we can do in the Inland Empire. Inland Empire Auto edged out a competing garage from neighboring Orange County. Well, you also get to take that car home that you worked so hard to build. And uh, something happened to it, but... The orange and white 71 Camaro is now on display in Gallardo's shop. And it's dazzling. And it won't start. Yeah, I think it would be bad timing. The TV appearance earned Gallardo lots of high fives from customers, and of course that car, but not much in the way of clientele. Stock in the Inland Empire's famed car culture can be as fickle as the engine in that prize-winning Camaro. I mean, in 06, people still had money to do a lot of the custom, so that was bringing us, you know, some money. But then when everything just hit, we realized that it's like, okay, people can't afford to do a paint job on, you know, for putting new rims and everything. So we did a couple insurance jobs and I'm like, well, these people pay. Gallardo shifted gears and started going after collision jobs. Wreck your front end in a fender bender? IE Auto pounds out the dents or installs a new quarter panel. So that's when we started seeing bigger tickets. You know, okay, it's a $3,000 job instead of a $500 to just do a bumper or an airbrush on a telegate. Um, Collision-wise, yes, there's always going to be people that get into accidents. That's Isaac Gallardo's wife, Lucy. He runs the garage, she runs the numbers. The young 20-something couple opened the shop six years ago, just as the economy tanked. People weren't spending, banks weren't loaning. So Lucy says they threw in everything they had, about $5,000. And we really try our hardest to not listen to what was happening. And we're, we're people of faith. So we just knew no matter what, if you work hard, we're just going to have to do whatever we have to do to continue to keep the doors open. Like this one's getting, like said, the door replaced and the quarter panel replaced. But Isaac Gallardo says when times are tough, a lot of people would just rather live with the dents. 
than to go over and pay the deductible or, or claim it on the insurance. Learning how to live with the dents could very well be the motto in this city just up the road, San Bernardino. The city of roughly 200,000 residents is littered with vacant lots, run-down foreclosed houses, and boarded-up storefronts. You still see graffiti. You still see trash. You still see weeds. If we make this city clean and safe, we are going to attract a lot more businesses. Judy Penman, a one-time business owner in San Bernardino, says it's the kind of thing that drives businesses out and keeps others from coming in. Penman is tough on the town, but actually one of its biggest civic boosters. She sits on the local school board. Her husband is the city attorney, and she runs the local chamber of commerce. But the blight, she says, is bad. Far worse than in other inland cities, like Rancho Cucamonga. If you drive over to Rancho or to Redlands, the R cities, even Riverside, you see a clean city. People remark about this all the time. Now, of course, we have an excuse because of the bankruptcy. San Bernardino is about $50 million in the hole, thanks in part to plunging property and sales tax revenue. It means deep cuts to city staff and services, and it means a lot of contractors won't get paid. A lot of those debtors are homegrown, mom-and-pop entrepreneurs like printers, office stores, and sign makers. We have uh, about 35 employees now. Uh, we did a fair amount of work for the city. Larry Queel runs an industrial sign shop that's been in business nearly 50 years. His jobs included signage for the city's now-defunct Economic Development Agency. Our invoices are into the city for payment now, and uh, we are told that they could be frozen for 60 to 90 days. So that makes us real, very nervous because I've got vendors I have to pay along with employees. The city owes Queel about $20,000. Others are owed much more. On top of that, San Bernardino can be one of the costliest cities in the region to do business. Local business license, development, and utility fees are on par with more affluent cities like Santa Monica or Beverly Hills, according to a recent study from Claremont McKenna College. Michael Stull says it's not the kind of climate that's appetizing to even the hardiest of entrepreneurs. Stull directs the Inland Empire Center for Entrepreneurship at Cal State San Bernardino. This type of bankruptcy has a reputational effect on local businesses. I was recently at a conference and several people came over to me and said, so how's everything in San Bernardino? You know, and businesses are going to face that because uh, their customers are going to look at them and are they stable too? You know, are they reliant on the local economy? But Stull says even in hard times like these, the Inland Empire can still be a great place for the right kind of business idea and the right kind of entrepreneur. If you cruise down the hill from Cal State San Bernardino and head towards downtown, eventually you'll hit the fabled Route 66. The portion that cuts through town now is called E Street. E for entrepreneur, you could say, because at the intersection of E and 14th is where one of the world's greatest entrepreneurial success stories began. McDonald's loves people, and people love McDonald's, especially little people. McDonald's very first restaurant opened on this corner in 1948. And I, I grew up idolizing McDonald's in the early years. Albert Okura loved McDonald's and the story of its success so much, he bought the site of the original restaurant in a foreclosure sale about 15 years ago. He transformed the blighted property into the corporate headquarters of his own Inland Empire-based chain of fast food chicken restaurants called Juan Boyo. When the housing market crashed in the 1990s, I took advantage of this when I opened all the restaurants. At the time, San Bernardino was in the throes of another real estate crash, triggered in part by the closures of a major steel manufacturing plant and a U.S. Air Force base. 
Thousands of people lost their jobs and fled the city. Real estate prices plunged. And I happened to read the newspaper one day that McDonald's uh, buildings for sale. And when I read that paper, I bought the building the next day. I could not believe the price of the properties. It's half of what Los Angeles is, and I don't know why. There's no fundamental reason except a buyer confidence. And Okura is flushed with confidence. Not only did he buy the site of the old McDonald's, he opened Juan Boyo restaurants across the inland region, sure that if he kept his prices low and his operating costs as lean as his chicken, people would keep coming back. Okay, I have the place to order. I'll call you back. Michael Stull says guys like Okura embody the entrepreneurial spirit needed to help transform this region into an economic hot rod, like that Junker Camaro that Isaac Gallardo and his crew transformed into a sleek, candy corn-colored muscle car. I need a job. I'll replace that job by becoming a business owner. I'll own my own business. I'll start a consulting firm or I'll start a small uh, retail store or a restaurant. I don't have a job. I may as well cash in the retirement and take the plunge and go for it. And that thing that Lucy Gallardo said about people always getting into accidents? Yes, there's always going to be people that get into accidents. That's key, says Albert Okura. Not crashing your car, but in hitting on a service or a product that folks are always going to want, even when your city is in financial ruin. I get customers from the city, but even if they get laid off, get cut back, they still have to eat. And what better place than us? See uh, two chickens with tortillas and salsa. For America Abroad, I'm Stephen Cuevas in the Inland Empire.